Hi, friends, and welcome to a special edition of the StoryForge podcast. I'm Lyle Smith, your host, and today is November 6th, 2020. It's just a few days after Election Day, and they're still counting the votes. We don't know the result of the election just yet, but we will soon, in a matter of days or maybe more than days. Um, We're also still in the midst of a worldwide health crisis, uh, wearing masks out in public and adjusting the way we live our lives and dealing with all of that um, change and challenge. And I thought, you know, this week we deserve a couple of tools that we might be able to use to help ourselves stay calm and keep our feet on the ground, or at least I thought I could use some of that. Uh, So I called up my friend, Dr. Peggy DeLong, uh, who gave us three really awesome tidbits on on how we can um, can calm ourselves down, stay calm, um, embrace the happy in the world, and uh, and the joy in the world. And uh, it was an awesome, very short, very brief, and hopefully very useful conversation. Uh, Here it is, Dr. Peggy. Okay, so here we are. Uh, it's November 6th, 2020, uh, a few days after the election. We still don't know what's going on. We're still in the midst of a, uh, a global health crisis uh, with numbers seemingly going up pretty much all around the country. And I thought, um, at least in my own little world, uh, I, I was having trouble kind of dealing with it all and, and keeping my focus and keeping my feet on the ground with everything that's going on. And I thought, why not call up my friend, Dr. Peggy, and ask, you know, are there a couple of things, two or three things that, that we might all think about or do to kind of uh, alleviate some of this stress, you know, regardless of what uh, politi- political stripe you may be, um, the uncertainty of everything, um, it has everybody a little bit crazed, I think. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have some great ideas for you and, um, each of them takes less than 10 minutes. So we can all find that kind of time in our day and you truly will feel better, um, in the moment. And they do have longer lasting effects that can help you feel better throughout the day. And my first is simply to write a gratitude letter. Think about somebody from your past and just sit down and write an old fashioned letter and mail it. Um, and this is helpful for our mood for a couple of reasons. First, in the, when we're doing that, when we're engaging in that activity, we are thinking, um, we're having positive thoughts. We're having nice thoughts about someone from our past. And um, you can relive a, an event, a, an experience with that person. So by having those thoughts, um, that boosts mood, that improves our mood in the moment. And when studies were done to determine like what is it about writing gratitude letters that makes people feel better, um, they found that it wasn't just the that the, these notes contained um, positive sentiments. It was also the absence of negativity. So it's really both. 
So when you go to sit down and write a letter, a thank you letter, a gratitude letter for somebody, you're including all nice things. But what's also happening is that there's nothing negative in it. So it's really twofold. It's we're highlighting the good, but we're also ignoring the negative. So in that brief time that you're writing the letter, you are not allowing anything negative to enter your mind. You are only focusing on the positive by writing those nice things. So um, and that's a wonderful benefit of writing a gratitude letter. It's a reprieve from all the negativity in the world to just have that beautiful 10 minutes of only positive things. That's a nice, that's a nice sort of like twofold um, a thing that you have going on there with that too, because you're, 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 you're literally connecting with someone or someone and, uh, or some things, some, some connections to your past and things that you've experienced and, and remember fondly, but you are really, you know, uh, and remembering that word gratitude, being grateful for, you're you're not thinking about anything other than what you're grateful for and what what makes what makes that connection with that person or that time positive. Exactly. And when the researchers looked at why this helped people feel so much better, it was really the absence of the negativity that was more powerful, simply by that negativity being gone for the, those moments of writing the letter. Wow. And, and, and that's what we need right now. We need to shut down um, the TV for a little bit, uh, the, the going off social media and just have a quiet moment focused on not just positive, but the absence of the negativity. Yeah. And the neat thing, uh, you know, this was, um, I, you know, I, I speak about things that are always studied by um, psychologists. I, mm -hmm. I love to provide the research behind it. And there's a great study by Robert Emmons. He's one of my favorite psychologists who studies gratitude. And he found that when um, people wrote these gratitude letters, um, just for a couple times a week, not only did they feel better a month later, but even after they didn't write any more gratitude letters, they felt better three months later. Wow. So how powerful is that to have simple exercises that you feel good when you're actually doing it, but you're improving your mental health three months later. That's so fantastic. powerful that's stuff. That's really fantastic. And it's, it's just, you know, one of those things that makes you, it turns your focus to, to something larger than what's going on in the moment. And yes. I, uh, I, I really, I really like that. Uh, what else you got for us? So my second is deep breathing, just taking a few minutes, five to 10 minutes, and just doing some deep breathing. Uh, most of our breathing throughout the day is stuck in our chest. So when we get it deeper into our diaphragm, that is where we get the full benefits of deep breathing. Um, it helps to lower heart rate, lower blood pressure, it lowers the stress hormone cortisol, all simply by taking some deep breaths. And it's helpful to breathe in through the nose and then out through the mouth. Um, one idea that I like that it's easy to remember is what's called box breathing. And that's simply breathing into the count of four and then pausing to the count of four, breathing out to the count of four, and then once again, pausing to the count of four. So you can even like imagine a box as you're, right. you're doing that. Um, some people have difficulty with their minds wandering while they're doing deep breathing. So then it might be helpful to use an app or a guided meditation. My favorite is the app Insight Timer. I love it because you can put something in the search bar like gratitude or um, kindness or whatever you would like to listen to. And then up will pop a whole bunch of different meditations. And then you can choose your time. If you've got five minutes or 10 minutes or some are even 20 or, or, an, or an hour. So you get to choose how much time you've got. Um, and also, uh, 
it just it helps not all in the moment, but similar with the gratitude exercise, it has long term benefits when you especially when you do that on a regular basis, it helps you just overall to be more calm. And the more that you can practice it when you're feeling calm, the more effective it will be under a moment of heightened anxiety or stress when you need to, uh, to, to practice it, it will be you'll be more effective if you actually practice it when you're calm first, and right. make it a daily practice, right? That's really interesting. I mean, because I've, I've, I've seen this uh, in my own life be very helpful, uh, particularly in like sporting events, you know, like I know if I'm playing, uh, you know, a golf match with somebody or I uh, even even uh, preparing to, to start a race, uh, a running race that I've done um, where you're nervous, you're, you know, you're all on edge. And that that moment where you're to just sort of focus everything, you take a few deep breaths and it settles everything. You can practically feel it slow your heartbeat down, and uh, and you can kind of focus on what you need to focus on. And the trick for me is to remind myself that that's something that actually works, and I have to go and do it. So the the idea of practicing it every day is a is a is a good one. I think. Yes, and and the the tricky part is you're right. We forget because we breathe all day long. Right. So it almost seems silly. Well, how can something be so effective when I do it anyway? Right. But when we do it with focused attention and repetition in a in a um, conscious um, purpose to achieve relaxation, right. it is more powerful. Right. And there really is a difference from our typical breathing of in the chest to getting the deep breathing for to induce relaxation. Right, right. absolutely. And you're focused and it, ma it makes you, and you have to focus on what you're doing. So you're not focusing on all the external stimulus that we're all kind of, you know, either dealing with or attracted to lately. Yes, absolutely. And th there's even something called um, email apnea, that when we go sit at our desk and go to open up our email and see everything that we need to respond to, um, one study found, I think it was 80% of people actually hold their breath. And we don't even wow. realize that, that we're doing that. <laughs> That's not, you know, it doesn't really surprise me. And I've actually taken to, uh, um, call it a practice, if you like, of, of um, not looking at my email all day long. So I'll, I look at, I say, okay, I'm going to look at my email at like 10 o'clock and I'm going to look at my email at like two o'clock and then handle all my communication that I need to handle. And then the rest is the other things I need to do during the day. And that's, that's actually made me, you know, uh, I think I'm, it's a, it's a symptom of what you're talking about is, is that anxiety of, Oh my God, I have a hundred emails. I have to sift through. Yes. Find the four that actually mean something. And, um, it's, it's, you know, it's overwhelming. You want, you want to sort of put it aside and forget about it and hide. It is. <laughs> It is overwhelming, even when those emails are positive. You could right. be waiting for some wonderful results from something, but it it still um, can be, like you said, overwhelming. Right. And I and I just found it fascinating that that one researcher found that people actually hold their breath, and I probably do too, and didn't even know it. So now mm -hmm. I'm a little yeah. more conscious of, about it. Um, and I also like to suggest to people to not check email, um, have, you know, not look go on the phone the first thing when you get out of bed. Right. to put the phone up out of reach, preferably out of the room, but yeah. definitely out of reach. Right. So it's not tempting um, right. because then you've stolen your peace. It's that has stolen your peace in the morning, those quiet times upon wakening um, right. that could be more enjoyable. Interesting. Interesting. That's cool. So uh, that's two. 
That's two. <laughs> and number three is a great suggestion um, for when you don't have any energy because you don't do, need to do anything but listen. And that is listening to relaxing music for um, just about 10 minutes can induce a feeling of relaxation. Um, one study by a woman named Liz Cooper, she found that 13 minutes of listening to classical music or something other um, very soothing, 84% um, of people reported uh, less negative thoughts, 82% had better sleep, and 82% of people felt more rested and more content. And this was a study that included over 7,000 people simply by listening to classical or soothing music for 13 minutes. So a, a wonderful, more passive way when you don't have energy to do anything, you might not wanna sit down and write that gratitude letter because your brain is fried. You can, <laughs> you can lay down and just listen to peaceful music. Fantastic, well, I find that too. I mean, uh, just any, uh, not even, necessarily peaceful music but just music that because it, it it takes you somewhere else you know yes and yes. you you almost feel as if you've been you know beamed somewhere yes outside of where you are sitting at the moment and that that's just it really does take you away and that's um you know it's another thing I, you don't think about it because you when you're so uh inundated bombarded with news and you want to know what's going on even though you know you know, clicking, you know, reload on your browser is not going to change the news every time you hit it. Um, you have to sort of force yourself to take those moments to get away, get your mind away from it. And uh, so that's awesome. That's really great. So, you know, whether you write, <laughs> write a letter uh, expressing gratitude to someone you love from your past uh, or you're, you're breathing deeply uh, for, you know, several times of the day for moments at a time, or just listening to some soothing music. Here's a few things you can do um, to sort of decharge your brain a little bit and uh, and and feel a little more human in these crazy times. Absolutely. Yeah. Patience. Yeah, we all need. <laughs> Yeah, we all need to do, do these things right now and take care of our ourselves. Uh, really putting self-care up on the top uh, of the list of things to do. Right. I mean, because you can't take care of anybody else if you're not if you're not taking care of yourself. So uh, that's that's all great advice. Thank you so much. My I, pleasure. Uh, I thought this would be fun. This is just a short one, but uh, it's been such a crazy time this week. Uh, I knew you would have some good advice for us. Great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> My pleasure. All right. So that was Dr. Peggy DeLong um, with three awesome little bits of advice uh, for all of us on how to sort of calm our minds and keep our feet on the ground during these um, crazy times. Um, and again, regardless of your politics, regardless of of um, you know what you believe uh, there's a lot of weird stuff going on these days and we all need to take a little care of ourselves and, uh, and keep ourselves balanced and just a reminder uh, Peggy's new book is coming out soon it's available for pre-order it's called Feeling Good 35 Proven Ways to Happiness Even During Tough Times and uh, I've read it. It's awesome. A previous episode talked about it. And uh, 
uh, I recommend it to everyone. It's, uh, it's a helpful resource. So thanks for listening. Be careful out there. If you find yourself enjoying the Story Forge, please give us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you listen to these things. It helps others find the show and hopefully enjoy it as much as you do. All recording, editing, and executive producing tasks are handled by yours truly, Lyle Smith of NimbleSmith, the content marketing agency. This podcast would not be possible without the sincerely excellent help of our friend and associate producer, Anthony Sergi, who produces numerous podcasts, including the truly wonderful A Guest in the House about all things hip-hop. The music on the pod... The music on the podcast was provided by Jody Nardone and the Jody Nardone Trio. Lights Will Guide You Home album. And if you'd like to send us questions or feedback or suggestions for other subjects or guests, you can reach us through the StoryForge website. That's thestoryforge.com, all words separated by hyphens. You can email us at cheers at nimblesmith.com, spelled N-Y-M-B-L-E-S-M-I-T-H dot com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>